There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I feel sick. <laughs> Wait, you feel sick because of what we just did or because of of the proximity that we have to be to each other right now? Because of what I just ingested, which um, for our Patreon listeners will know what it is, but the rest of you won't. Yeah. So if you want to know what we just ate, um, well, I'll probably send out a little teaser, but uh, if you want to know the, the gory details of what we just ate, go to patreon and give us five bucks sorry i don't mean to like start off the podcast as like give give me money sorry but we literally just recorded it and then i immediately got like this wave of nausea because of one of the things and i don't want to reveal what it was (laughs) that made me sick but next week i'm gonna reveal on patreon what made me feel sick so that'll be a teaser for you too Ooh, (laughs) this is fun and yeah we went over this on our, our patreon episode but we'll uh we'll also explain that this is the first week that we are maybe the only week, honestly, that we're ever recording in person together again. Um, and, uh, all of my tech ability of being able to set up two mics has gone off the window, gone out the window. So we're recording into one mic still on zoom. Cause that was, that's the way I know how to do it now. Uh, so, you know, we do apologize for the, uh, the, the, audio quality but hopefully it'll be back to normal next week yeah we could also do it at my house but my house is just really disturbing it's like a really disturbing (laughs) fucked up like messed up like it still like really has like covid energy there dark covid energy and i was just like no one can come here When, when you said oh can we record at your place i thought it was maybe like brian was recording something or like there was something going but you were just like my house is disgusting i can't have anyone over no one can come there it's just it's since it's just I just haven't left it in a year and it's really bad. And I just, I don't like it there and I don't want you to see it. <laughs> uh, well, now I'm, now I'm curious. Well, 
it's probably not as bad as you're imagining. Yeah, it can't be that. I mean, it's like, you, it can't be that bad. Maybe there's, what, clothes on the floor? Is that? There's clothes on the floor. Well, there are clothes, like, on, like, chairs and stuff. And, like, in my bedroom, there are a lot, like, a lot of clothes on the floor, but not in the, like, common area. Well, maybe. There's, like, mail and book, just piles of shit. And- oh, I'm completely unfamiliar with with mail and books piling up. I mean, this is this is my life. It's a lot. All right, well, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, you will. Because I think, I mean, if we ever see each other again, I think it's going to have to be there because this is not sustainable. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, we're about to make out soon, I think. Yeah, I know. We're closer than we've ever been. Um, so what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Did you get any new medical procedures? Did you get? I, any- yeah, I completed oh. my, I completed my laser journey last week. My, you didn't say anything about it. It's fine. Oh, but now, my, I, now I know. Do you see my your, dot? Yeah, your dark spot is like almost. It looks gone. so much better, right? Yeah. It's not completely gone, but it's it's a lot better. I'm a little bit nervous because I'm like not wearing a hat right now, but we are inside, but we're in front of a window. I'm like extremely like wild about. It's okay. Oh, thanks, Brian. I mean, he did just close. Brian closed the curtain for me, which was nice. <laughs> Um, oh my God, both of them are close. I mean, like, this is also, this is also part of like why I think my apartment is scary. Cause this is like how dark it is at all times. <laughs> yeah. I, I would get, cause I, I'm like a, I'm like a light chunky. I need, yeah. I need like natural light during the day. I'll sometimes just leave. Cause my windows get, you know, pretty good light from the living room, but then I'll also leave like the door open with the screen closed in the afternoon to watch, you know, a little bit of a sunset. I just like that. But I understand. I love it. And it does make me feel really depressed. And it's, I can never tell if it's day or night. And I know I rarely leave my room. I stay in my room with my blackout curtains drawn. And I just like, okay, this is my life. I put on this outfit I have that's like a terry cloth romper. And it basically looks like I'm naked. You've definitely seen me on Zoom on it. I Zoom with everyone in it. I lie in my bed. I draw the curtains. I'm on my computer. Then... I get up and I change and go to work. That's it. But when I'm home, that's what I'm doing. And it's really fucked up, but I'm, I'm scared of getting, because after the last laser procedure, it started to reverse itself. And I started to see brown spots coming that even new ones that I didn't have before. So I'm like, this is my last one. So I can't fuck this up, you know? So I'm really trying to keep it under wraps. No, I think that's probably good. It's like, when we were teenagers or I had braces and then I got my braces off and I was supposed to wear a retainer and I wore a retainer literally one day of my life. And then, and my parents were permissive and didn't bother me about it, which at the time I was happy for, but now I'm like, Oh, I wish they would have like, you know, I mean, it's like the old saying, spare the rod and spoil the child. And now I have crooked fucking teeth for the rest of my life. I don't think you have very crooked teeth. This is my bottom. Oh yeah. My bottom are too. I wore my retainer more than one time, but um, it was like, I don't think I ever got like a second retainer. Like, I think I got my, fir- my retainer. And I was like, here it is. And then, you know, I just kind of stopped doing it. And yeah. that was that, but I feel like in a perfect world, like, wouldn't we still be wearing our retainer? Like, I feel like the way the spiel they gave me was like, you have to do this for the rest of your life. I mean, adult retainer people are kooky and I don't want to insult any of our listeners who might be adults who wear retainers, but at a certain point, you got to just let 
life take its course, I think. You have to let nature take over. Unless you're me, in which case you live in a dark hovel all the time because you're afraid of a brown spot returning to your face. Well, is there sort of a time limit of like, oh, after two weeks, after three weeks, my skin won't be as sensitive and I can venture out? Yeah, so it's been like, it's been over a week. I think it was last Wednesday was when I got it. So I think the first two weeks are like the, the first week was definitely the most like intense, like it was like scabbing and flaking and stuff. Now it like looks normal, but I still think, no, it's like probably extra sensitive. And I asked the woman, like, when can I do X, Y, and Z? And she said, basically never, like you have to wear sunscreen and a big hat always now. And I was like, well, I should anyway, but like there are things like you can't work out. And I was like, well, when can I work out again? And she said, like, just give it a couple of days, which I thought I had to wait way longer. And I don't know. I mean, now I feel like there's no one in the world who can literally stay in the dark all the time. So, and with no sunlight. So I feel like I'm doing a normal amount of sun, right? Yeah. I think, I mean, you're doing the best you can. Like, yeah, no one's perfect. You're not going to be a, you know, a mole person living in the, the sewer grates of New York Although city. I'd like to be. <laughs> there was a documentary about those people. Yeah. Now yeah, I don't remember. Um, well, I didn't get any medical procedures, but, oh, I did cook a goop recipe this week. That's really cool. I would like to do that too. What recipe did you cook? So remember last week on the newsletters, they had the like 12, like easy breezy weeknight dinners yeah, and you really enjoyed it and i liked all of them and one of one of the easy breezy weeknight dinners was this black pepper vegetable dish yeah you t- you were excited about it 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 looked good but it was based on apparently it was based on gp's og black pepper chicken recipe which was a i guess from goop 1.0 from like a newsletter from like a real newsletter yeah. a, a real newsletter and that is what I really wanted was the the black pepper chicken. It sounded really good. So that's what I made. Uh, and it is, we, I think we might've talked about this a little last week. It was, it's, it's basically a stolen recipe from the chef of Slanted Door in San Francisco. Yeah. From like the seventies or something. Right? No, not that. Like the late nineties. Oh, okay. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You're so young. What's the difference? No, just in terms of like recipes having like an energy. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Um, the, I'm trying to think of the only the, the the big difference between the original slanted door recipe and the goop recipe is Gwyneth used uh, chicken breast instead of chicken thighs. Did you use breast or thigh? I did use breast. I was actually going to go slanted door and use thighs, except I was doing my grocery shopping at Vaughn's, which is a whole. I won't get into it here, but it was like really horrible experience going oh to bonds and um but one of the well it, basically it's a horror it was a horrible experience because of the fucking self-checkout thing that they insist on people doing i hate self-checkout i hate it and it literally every two items it said eh, someone they kept thinking i was like stealing things and so the person the, the 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 poor employee and it's like it's such a horror it's just a horrible system it's uh, making employees obsolete. It's like you're losing jobs. It's terrible for the workers. It's terrible for the customers. It's terrible for everyone. Everyone hates it. Yeah. And also I do hate that when like the thing keeps going off and you keep having to have the person come and it feels like I'm doing something wrong or like I'm making yeah. a mistake or 
horror of horrors like I'm pressing the button like come help me because you can press it which I'm yeah. not it just happens I hate it I never do self-checkout if I can avoid it um so yeah I went on like a Saturday morning and there was only one they only had one person doing regular checkout so pretty much everyone was doing self-checkout anyway I'm boring story I'm never gonna do self-checkout again I'm hopefully not gonna go to Vons again for a long time but the other indignity of Vons they didn't have any chicken thighs in the whole store. What? It's a supermarket. It's Vons. (laughs) I mean, Vons is like, for people who don't live where there's a Vons, it's like the most normal supermarket. It's the same as Safeway, same as uh, in New York, there'd be, you know, Gristides. It's like Kroger, basically. It's like a Kroger. It's like, well, yeah, it's like, it's just like a supermarket, like the one place in the world you would know they have chicken thighs. And um, they had a run on chicken in in, in general. So they, they, the, they had no chicken thighs except for in the deli, like, or the, the butcher section, they had pre-marinated sort of like pollo asada, like Mexican style oh chicken thighs. Something twisted is going on in this world that you can't get a thing of chicken thighs and you no. have to go and get like a specialty chicken thigh situation. Yeah, like, so I, I got a pound of those because I actually look good looks and good, I made yeah. that for a different recipe, but I'm, I can't do my Vietnamese black pepper no, chicken. No, I mean, you can't, yeah. it's, it would be ruined. And then, so my, my choices of chicken were either the disgusting like family pack, like 99 cents a pound, like hormone addled uh, chicken breasts. Yeah, I'll take two, that's or, what I eat. Or the like really fancy organic cold pressed whatever chicken for like 59.99 a pound. So I of course get the, the disgusting family pack because Gwyneth's recipe calls for two pounds of chicken anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not made out of money. You no. can't buy that, yeah. So, I mean, I guess- so the moral of the story is Vons made me do the Gwyneth Paltrow version of the recipe. It made you healthier. It, it well, did, to you know, some people, not to others. In the 90s. Oh, yes. 90s for sure. Like no one, I don't, I think people went that whole decade without ever eating a chicken thigh. Yeah. I think people just like didn't eat fat in the 90s and look where it got us. No, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, other than that, it's like a pretty, and I, I guess I had like sort of Asian ingredients at home anyway. It's like you make the sauce. It's pretty simple. It's just fish sauce, fish sauce, rice vinegar, and brown sugar. And the one thing that makes it pretty unhealthy, I would say, is this sauce, it's two thirds of a cup of brown sugar, which is a lot. For how many servings is it? Um, I think it's six Gwyneth servings for big boy servings. It's two pounds okay. of chicken. Okay. Well, I mean, so is, uh, what is it? Two thirds of a cup? Yeah. For, I feel like that's okay. I mean, it's not crazy, but I feel like nowadays in Goop, there would be no recipe that's like two thirds of a cup of sugar. Well, I feel like, it, yeah, it would be like one teaspoon for six pounds of chicken. And it, would, and it would be like coconut sugar or something. Yeah, it'd be something weird. Or, you know what I got? I got um, pomegranate syrup, pomegranate mm. molasses. And the company that makes it also makes date sauce so you can just like do like dates because date using a date is like such a thing i mean what are you doing cutting it up like it never works the right? only way to do it is getting blend it. yeah blend it and get make sure to get the dates from not trader joe's because the dates they sell at trader joe's are literally like five years old they're hard as a rock but now you can get just a pure syrup of it. So you can use it like agave or whatever, but as a sweetener, but it's just date or the pomegranate one, which like, I probably wouldn't use as a sweetener, but you know, I put it on top of like 
some stuff I cooked and yeah. it was good. I like put it on top of the salad. It was good. Uh, yeah. I bought a bottle of pomegranate molasses probably 12 years ago for some recipe. And then I had it in my fridge for until like very recently. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So you just, so the chopping and the whatever, it, t it takes a while to like chop the, what do you do you do you know garlic and ginger and onions and blah 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 and then you make your sauce but then the actual chicken cooking is really quick you just um you you brown it and then you put the sauce on and then you cook it for a few more minutes but oh so the one sort of criticism well the two criticisms i would have of the recipe is the chicken breast i mean it feels very healthy it feels like a goop recipe you because you don't expect in like, um, I don't know, like an Asian recipe, you expect sort of the viscosity of the chicken thigh and like a breast, it just feels like, I mean, to put it in blunt terms, it feels like a white person version of the dish just by by virtue of having that chicken breast, which whatever. It's like drier yeah. and yeah. Um, and then the, oh, and then it's supposed to be caramelized, but they also have you add a half a cup of water to the sauce before you cook it in, in the pan. And I had it at like, the highest temperature you could have it. And it's still, the sauce didn't really cook down. So I think there was just too much water in the recipe. Huh, interesting. Um, but other than that, it was like pretty tasty and like very, um, I mean, Gwyneth is not shy with her flavor. So there's, you know, a ton of fish sauce She's in really there. She's really good at seasoning her food. Like the flavor yeah. is always good, yeah. It was like an intense flavor. And we had, you know, so the first night I made, I had some soba noodles and some green beans. So I made that. And then the second night we had the leftover chicken and then I made some coconut rice and rainbow chard. And it was really good both nights. Mm, that sounds good. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend that recipe. And now I wanna try the, the, the vegetarian version. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, so my new thing is like, I'm gonna go back on a diet. I kind of, so I know that this is fucked up and like, I don't want to be like a diet culture person. I really, really don't. And it's fucked up. And like, please do whatever makes you happy. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't even talk about it, but I'll just say this. I'm looking at the goop recipes pretty carefully and I'm thinking about things that I want to do. That's all I'll say. Okay. okay. I mean, I think the people that listen to this podcast are pretty like, they're not diet. They're they're, they can hear about diet. They understand what's happening here. Yeah, yeah. Like we're all, you know, we're all body positive here, but we're also, you know, we're body realistic. We're body people. We have bodies. We're, we're body agnostic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, one other just little tip I want to share with everyone that I actually stole from our rival podcast poog oh my god okay this is the last time you can even okay. mention because you keep on being like oh this is great podcast that i love that's like way bigger than ours like, i know they literally were on the goop podcast last week are you fucking they were on me? beauty they were on beauty closet with uh with gene and megan i'm so glad i don't listen to either of them i'd be so how are you listening to this i don't know they're just funny anyway they were talking about broccoli sprouts and how it's like the number one food to prevent cancer oh really so this past weekend at the atwater farmer's market i went to my sprouts guy and i got like he gives me a deal he gave me um i got like half a pound of broccoli sprouts and you're supposed to eat them like a supplement so a half hour before you eat anything else in the morning you're just supposed to take like fistfuls of broccoli spout, sprouts Wait, but are they them. like it's like a regular vegetable right it's not like a... it's like a sprout it's like um like an alfalfa sprout or a bean sprout oh okay 
But you can't eat it like with, could you put it on like some avocado? Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be good. Oh, totally. But I think for the full health benefit, you're supposed to have it like on an empty stomach to get like the full sort of anti-carcinogen magic. But this is third-hand knowledge. I think this is, this is basically Kate Berlant's version of something that Mark Hyman once said. So take it with a grain of salt. And I do, I really do hate Mark Hyman. Yeah. Uh, That's, yeah, one thing that, that Poog and I disagree on. Yeah, Mark Hyman is bad. Yeah, maybe we're not. Maybe we are different. I, I I don't. Yeah, I think I'd like to think that we'll never be um invited on the beauty closet because of our iconoclastic views. But but it's probably just because of our. They reach. probably just don't know who we are. Yeah. Who we are. yeah, which whatever. That's fine. Um, all right. That's it. That's my personal information for the week. Um, I have. Um, I'm like. I hope you guys can hear me because I occasionally take the microphone and put it in front of my face and occasionally just scream from far away and then occasionally lean into it. So I don't know how it's going to work. And yeah, we're both using the same mic. So there's going to be no uh, mixing or, or smoothing out of levels, unfortunately. Yeah. I do not know what is going to happen right now. Um, I do know, I think, well, I think it's better to not speak directly into the top of the mic is what I've heard. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I keep trying to scream into the top of it and then you keep angling it up. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, this isn't important. <laughs> no. Anyway, I have nothing else to really report other than I'm done getting my laser and that's it. Uh, I mean, well, my whatever the hell it's called. Face shit. Face shit. Yeah. Well, while we are stuck here at our homes, Gwyneth is having the time of her life up in Montecito. The world is healing. Gwyneth was papped in Montecito this well, week. Well, she lives there. She has a house there. I know, but I don't think she lives there that often. Oh, I bet you she does. I bet you she's there a lot. Interesting. See, I think of her I think of her as being in Brentwood 90% of the time, but maybe that's not true. I don't know. Except, yeah. well, later in the summer, she's obviously going to be in, where is she, Sag Harbor or Amagansett? One of those. I think Amagansett. Amagansett, yeah. Oh. Boy, do I have a story about Amagansett. I think I've told this story before. <laughs> I had to sleep on the beach. Oh, yeah. You told me the funniest story about that. Uh, basically, an old lady promised me and my friend um, to be able to sleep in our houseboat <laughs> when we were up in the Hamptons because we had no place to stay. Um, but then my friend wouldn't sleep with her. So she stole our stuff, kicked us out, and we had to sleep on the beach. And it was quite an experience. That's an, what a, what a magical woman. What an amazing lady. Uh, yeah. She, I, she still comes up on my Instagram every once in a while. She's yeah. Still I think you showed it. me her Facebook or something. You were like, cause you're like still friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> on know. Facebook. Probably. Anyway. Um, I'm never going to make that mistake again. I'll always have a place to stay. Well, I mean, we're never going to make any mistake again. We're old now. Yeah. Like nothing fun will ever happen to us. And nobody wants to fuck us either. So exactly. like, <laughs> we're the ones kicking people off our houseboat now. Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, um, the only other Gwyneth news that I could see is G-Label now is doing their own jewelry. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw it. And so again, it's like Gwyneth obviously has a beautiful body. Everyone loves her body. But they need to find a different advertising plan than just Gwyneth topless on Instagram because it's happened like so a, many times now, now. She's like wearing a sports bra, and I also was not a fan of like the handwriting on the email. Yeah. I was like, this is a whole new direction for Goop. I guess they wanted. I guess because it's like sentimental, like jewelry is like a sentimental thing. Um, I mean, I like the Goop jewelry. I have a piece of jewelry from Goop. Oh, you do? 
Oh yeah. I have that gold chain yeah. necklace. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it, this is definitely the type of jewelry that I guess it's like you buy for yourselves. I don't know how many like husbands are. Oh, they go. No, you, they go on like wherever you want. Yeah. Oh, so you could just say, Hey baby, I want the new goop. Yeah. I say, Hey baby, get on goop <laughs> and buy me this jewelry. And then they do it. No, but I feel like when men are going to buy you jewelry, they're like, where do you want jewelry from? And you just like tell them and then they go there. So yeah, they're not going to like hobby lobby they're not going to like the gun fish room here like the big bass pro shop or whatever that's what i figured all men know about is big bass pro shop and costco <laughs> to buy jewelry at yeah well you could maybe get a, i think they do have like engagement rings at costco they do they do they do that's beautiful yeah, good for everyone um but yeah so if you guys do you like seeing quinneth topless on instagram i did kind of like her topless on instagram in this one i liked her look you know what it reminded me of? I feel like she had the same vibe as um my favorite, my new favorite real housewife, um, Leah. Oh. Which she's a lot older than Leah. No offense, Not Gwyneth. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Gw- Leah's my age. Yeah. Oh, wow. A year older. Which makes me feel good, kind of. She's like one year older than me. Is Leah still your favorite this year? I feel like she's getting a bad. Guess, guess what? I only watched the first episode of it. Aggie, I mean, you're missing out, but you're mostly missing out uh, by not watching the season of Beverly Hills because Kathy Hilton is just on another level. Wait, is she on it? Yeah, she's a friend of. Okay. Um, but she's just like, yeah, she's just completely kooky. One night she was just um, cozying up to Kyle in bed, reading multiple newspapers, uh, cracking a Red Bull at like one ah! in the morning. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. That's amazing. The Red Bull is good, but I also just gen- generally like it when they read newspapers in bed, which I feel like is something that like I've seen Ramona Singer do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel kind of cool when I don't watch stuff like that. Like, oh, I guess I just missed it. I don't know. But it's I mean, it's all getting recorded. So maybe I'll probably like go home and like binge all of it now that I like remember. I just I'm so out of my mind. I never think about anything. I like forgot it existed. Uh, oh, but what we were saying is, so Gwyneth is giving you Leah McSweeney vibes in this topless photo. Yeah, which is like kind of like a step down for Gwyneth, but is it? I don't know. I guess I could see I like that. the thing of like the kind of like sporty look and then like the long straight blonde hair. Because mm. I feel like Gwyneth has obviously always had the long straight blonde hair, but she's been like a little bit more like preppy or feminine. I like her. I like that look with like a little bit more, I don't know, like a sleek, sporty thing. Sure, sure, sure. It's something different from Gwyneth. I think the the topless, it just seems like, oh, this is the easiest way to get a lot of clicks on this is, and it's like, I have no problem with using your body to make money. I'm pro sex work, but like- I don't know. (laughs) Gwyneth, it's like Gwyneth, Gwyneth I don't has so many other. this sex work. Well, I don't know. It's a fine line because you're using you're using your body to make money. No, you're not. You're using your body to advertise, but the jewelry. The jewelry. Is what she's selling. But so, but do you think husbands? So they've been to Costco. They've been to the bass shop. Yeah. They're they go home. They're clueless. They don't have a ring, and. Then, no, it's only, I think it's a hundred percent for women. It's not for men. But they, so the, the men aren't going on Goop's Instagram and saying, 
hubba hubba. I got to get my wife, wife this spring. And then she'll, no, I seriously doubt it. I don't think they look. I don't think they care. I don't think they know what's on there. I think like, well, I don't know. My experience is like literally like I find exactly what I want. And I just say, I like this or like something really unsettled like, this looks cool or something like that. And then like, I get it for Christmas. That's like yeah. basically the extent of it. And I feel like that's how it is for a lot of men with jewelry. I mean, actually that's not true. Brian has bought me jewelry without me telling him what to do, but it's usually like some like antique thing or something. Well, ladies, are you going to get your husbands to buy you <laughs> goop jewelry for your anniversary or Christmas this year? Or, I also would like hate to get goop jewelry as a gift. I would feel like you got this from goop. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, for you, I feel like it would be sort it's of like, like an I, in like obviously, yeah. yeah. But for a normal, I mean, I think for a normal goop loving woman that is completely just loves goop non ironically, it's like the people that watch Vanderpump Rules and say, "God, I wish I was like Stassi." It's like these type of Does people. The, do these people exist? I think they do. I don't. I think the the sort of hate watch, uh, sarcastic or uh, whatever sort of um, version of loving something is actually a minority for all these things. Mm, but you're probably knows? right. Um. All right. Shall we get on to the old newsletters? Yeah, we must. My cat is going insane because she can't leave the office. She's just staring at the door thinking, I wonder if it'll open soon. <laughs> She's very dumb. She's... I'm going to have to open the door. Okay. I think she seems smart and cute. Here she goes. She's gone. Bye. All right. She left, everybody. All right. So what was your best of the week? I wonder if we have the same best of the week. Oh, you can see my notes. Oh. I can't. That's just your notes. Oh my God. You take so many notes for this. Oh no, this is just copy and paste the articles. And then I highlight or then I bold the things I want to talk about. I don't right. write all this stuff. Whoa. I, my best was the uh, olive oil guy. Oh. So, okay. All right. So I guess it's not, I'm just going to preface this by saying that we did another podcast that included a full field trip. So like I'm just going to be honest and say that I did read this newsletter while you were trying to figure out how to set up the microphones. So, okay, that is just on me and I'm just going to like own that. So the olive oil guide, did I read it in depth? No. Do I love the existence of all olive oil guides? Yes. I think that having a really good understanding of what kind of olive oil you're purchasing is very important. I think it's important to get high quality olive oil. I've already done my work and I know what brand of olive oil I like. California Ranch. Of course. California Ranch is great. It's the only kind that's like, it's like the perfect price point and like the perfect, like whatever. I can't remember any of the deal with it. I know there's like, I have to read, actually read this guide, but I know there's like a thing where it's like, you have to find the date and make sure it was like packed on this date. And it's, I mean, it's not common. It's literally like any other food stuff. There's an expiration date. Like yeah. that's all it is. But isn't the expiration date and like the packed on date different or something like there are like different things you have to look for. I know California ranch is supposed to be like the good one. Yeah. I think if you're getting, if you're getting California ranch or you're getting any other sort of like nice olive oil, 
at a reputable store, you're going to be fine. But California Ranch is good because it's not as expensive as like expensive olive oil. It's like, it's, it's more expensive than like the supermarket brand, but it's not crazy. Yeah. Like you can get, they have like a, a blended, well, they actually like the, their affordable version olive oil is blended with non-California olives. It's like a combination, but it's still really good. I'm, I don't care. I just want it to be whatever the good. I, like I said, I did my homework a long time ago and now I'm just coasting on my, on the work I did then. So this was my worst of the <gasps> week. This olive oil guide only because, and maybe it's me, but I'm like, we've been over this for the no, past. No, no, no. I strongly disagree because when is the last time you've seen one of these in here? I need a refresher. Like you can't just do it once and walk away. I think it's been four or five. It's been at least a year, maybe two or three years since I've seen an olive oil guide. Sorry to disagree. No, maybe, maybe in goop, it hasn't been there for a few years, but I feel like it's like any sort of food literate person. It's going to be in Bon Appetit. It's going to be in food and wine, like this olive oil guide. It's, it's, and it's not complicated. It's like you get like good olive oil that isn't expired and then you put it on food. And now it's like, there was a time sort of like the cast iron pan of like, they're saying you, you can never wash it or whatever. There was a time where people were like, Oh, never cook with your olive oil. But that's a I lie. I hated that's that. And there are a lot of people who still do it, especially in the health world, mm. in the health food world, because this is the reason that it happens. These people will get like a, a cult following for like some sort of like health food person. And they'll see, they'll hear it once or they'll like read in a book once. And then it becomes like, can I'm obviously I'm talking about whole 30. Like it becomes this thing that gets repeated over and over again, never cook with it, never cook with it. And I totally disagree with that. I think things taste great cooked in olive oil. Yeah. I think, I think you shouldn't like, you shouldn't like deep fry stuff in olive oil and like cook it like to what it, where it's smoking. But yeah, like you're, you, of course you saute stuff in olive oil. Of course, like you're insane if you don't. Um, but I, I guess I just may, I don't know, maybe I'm just too knowledgeable about olive oil, but I, there wasn't anything new in this for me. I was like, <sighs> but there's nothing new, but I, I appreciate a refresher Okay. because I just don't have this. I'm not walking around. I'm always like, Oh God, I forgot whatever I learned about olive oil. But yeah, I guess I'm just thinking there's not much to learn. It's like, Find an olive oil you like and buy it. And then but like what it. makes it good? What makes it, you know what I mean? And like, there's all this scary stuff like, oh, like this olive oil they're buying is actually rancid. And like the supermarket olive oil is rotten and it shouldn't look like this. It should look like that. Oh, or, yeah, well, you know? definitely don't buy normal olive oil from but the But why? Why? Because it's it's probably not even made of olives. It's probably made of like dogs or something. Well, there's a reason. Like there's something that they say, like it's all rotten. Yeah, it could be rancid. I mean, obviously you do extra virgin olive oil. I don't even think they sell non-extra virgin olive oil anymore. Well, I really. think now that's like just a branding thing. Too. Yeah, oh, that's probably true. And like the the olive oil that Goop is selling is like insanely expensive, of course. It's like $75 a bottle. Um, I, I do like California Olive Ranch. I have to say lately Trader Joe's has been stepping up their olive oil game there's two trader joe's brands that i really like now it's a there's a, a tunisian olive oil that comes in that sort of like metal tin that's really good yeah i'm familiar with it and then the new one that i'm using now is a an unfiltered organic spanish olive oil that is you know like 12 bucks or whatever for a big a big bottle and it's really it's like really sort of spicy which i like and it doesn't have any of that rancid flavor um, yeah, see, yeah, the, it has to have the harvest date on it. 
because that's important to know. Sure. Because if maybe if it doesn't have the harvest aid, I'm just going to spitball here. Maybe there's like preservatives in it, keeping it like good artificially when it should have gotten bad already. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like the cheaper olive oil is probably, I don't know about preservatives, but they probably like yet do something to it to make it stay good. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that that's like important. I don't know. Anyway. Well, everyone loves olive oil. Some people might find this article illuminating. Others might find it redundant. Meow, Brian. Okay, my best. And this is not to say that this specific article or question was the best. I'm just sort of excited about this new feature that we're seeing on Goop called Ask a Therapist. Um, Because we all get advice from Gene. We all get advice from Gerda. Some of us might get advice from Allie. Some of us might even get advice from Caitlin. But therapy is something that is really expensive for most people. And now we can all have it for free because of Goop. Um, there's a young gentleman by the name of Carter Stout, who I think has definitely been on Goop before. He looks like a Carter Stout. Yeah, definitely. A uh, very intense stare at the camera. He is an addiction spe- uh, spe- specialist. He has been in recovery for 15 years and um, he gets a very, he answers a very raw question that I think a lot What's of- What's the question? So uh, this is from Isabel M. And she asks, over the course of the pandemic, I developed some new problems with substance abuse that I didn't have before. It started as a way to cope, but it went too far. I'm working on getting sober and I'm doing well. How do I make sure it lasts? Ooh, that's a very deep question from Isabel. It is a very deep and question. it's like a really raw, it is a raw question to ask like this guy. And it's like, it is like kind of like tragically vulnerable because like, how do I make sure that this works? Like, how can you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I hope Isabel is like getting therapy or going to meetings or having some other support system besides Carter Stout MD on Goop. Um, yeah. I always hope everybody has like a support system outside of Goop. <laughs> but I thought his, I'm, I guess in general, I'm just sort of fascinated with addiction, which I don't know what that says about me. Like I love, I mean, we both love addiction memoirs. I love, love reading them. about it. It's like, it is fascinating to me. So, so he, uh, he has like a pretty comprehensive answer. Again, this is a free website and this guy is like relatively qualified, but you know, you should probably have, uh, yeah, go to therapy too. Anyway, he, and a lot of people I think are struggling with addiction, especially after, um, the pandemic and being stuck at home for a long time. I got my liver function test. I was like, I'm worried. I've been drinking so much. And my doctor was like, what are you doing? And then she like t- did a full panel and everything came back normal. So now oh, nice. all, no. all, all, bets all, are all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, so he has, was well, he has six steps, which is actually six less steps than um, the traditional program of addiction. Yeah, that is. <laughs> So this is easy. Uh, number one, remove the, t- and he doesn't go into like God or powerless or all. I'm again, I'm not, I've never went, I've never been through a 12 step program and I'm sure it's very helpful for a lot of people, but something about it just always seems to rub me the wrong way. It's kind of like a depress. I mean, you only, they always say like you go and on your knees, like yeah. it's when you go to that, it's like, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. Okay. So this is maybe for before, if before you're on your knees, 
Uh, number one, remove the temptation. So just throw out all your pills or whatever. Um, number two, set small goals. So you, when you wake up in the morning, set a goal for the day. I will be sober. That's like one day at a time. That's like 12 step. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, forgive yourself. If you relapse for all the things I did yesterday that I'm not proud of, I forgive myself. Number three, be accountable. Let your friends and family know that you're trying to be sober and be honest about progress with them. That's, um, probably a pretty, that's pretty hard probably, to do. Probably. Yeah. That's really hard to do. And it's also like, oh man, I mean, I feel like that's a way to like really potentially damage some friendships, honestly. Yeah. I mean, not in a bad way, but I'm just saying like, I could see that getting really complicated if like you decide that you don't want to be held accountable anymore. And you oh, know what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, if you're asking your friends to hold you accountable and then yeah, that's, it's really tough. But I'm, that might be what some people need. I don't, yeah. I have no idea. I'm obviously not a therapist and I don't know what the hell I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm just saying that seems like a very intense thing. Uh, number four is nourish yourself. Make sure you're eating healthy, nutritious foods. I believe that this is probably not one of the steps in a traditional 12 step program. I don't think so, but I have heard them say like, never be too hungry, too tired, too hungry, too tired, or too like Angry? lonely, Morning? lonely. Yeah. I think, uh, no, that makes sense. Cause I know like, well, with food, if obviously that's, this is very typical, but it's like, if I'm so hungry, I'll just go insane and like eat like garbage. And I, that's sort of, I think that's similar for like other substances too, probably. Uh, get outdoors, put your feet on the ground, sit on a patch of grass in your backyard in a park. I think, I mean, if, you know, if you have Must the luxury, nice. yeah, if you have the luxury to be outdoors, yeah, not Aggie who has to hole up. In yeah, the dark. I can't possibly go outdoors. What are you talking about? My face will burn off. And then the sixth step, what's the 12th step in the 12 step program? What's the last one? Uh, I don't know. So it's like, first you have to admit that you're powerless. Mm. Then you have to like, Make at amends. Some, at some point you do like a searing moral inventory. I think that's four. And then you make amends. I think making amends might be the last. Okay. It's like one of the last. I don't, honestly, I don't know. But now I want to know. Well, in Carter, Carter Stout's version, the last step is to be optimistic and positive. You're, that's definitely not the 12 step one. Your sobriety is a search for a deeper, happier, more authentic part of yourself. This is a noble pursuit. Remember your motives. Be clear on them. You deserve this. So I don't know. I hope Isabel reaches out again and um, lets us know if this has helped her. Uh, now, you know, now, Isabel, if you're listening, thousands of Goop listeners, you're going to be accountable to thousands of Goop listeners. So no pressure. Yeah, we'll hold you accountable. I, I do think that this is cool. And I'm like, if, if Isabel's a real person, I do think that that's like really cool to just say like, I need help and like send it to somebody, you know what I mean? Just like put it out in the world like that, yeah, you know, yeah. and see, and see what kind of support you get. And hopefully this is like, she feels supported by this response. Cause yeah, for Isabel, and if she hears this, that she feels supported. By it, us too. It's probably not like, Oh, she needed to hear from Carter, but it, it is that part of that being accountable. And it's maybe easier to like write a semi anonymous letter to goop about it than yeah, to like talk to your loved one. So then to actually yeah. tell your friends like, Oh my God, I'm fucking up. Like I need help. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I was thinking about like the panda and I luckily like I'm at a sort of place in my life where I uh, didn't have as many of those triggers, but I can imagine like 10 years ago, if the pandemic happened, I don't know, like, yeah, I, I would have gone completely crazy. I think in, in I think some people I think it's really interesting how different people 
handled this pandemic and quarantine and like people had just wildly different experiences being I mean like obviously people had different like personal experiences with like if they knew someone who got sick or got sick themselves or something but like there were also just like I mean I just people just reacted in such different ways to quarantine that's what I'm talking about yeah yeah um all right so what was your worst okay like my worst I can't find it anymore and now I'm thinking I like hallucinate or something but there was this thing so my my worst is just like the just western medicine whoa which isn't my real worst but there's this piece that now i seriously cannot even find and it's called how to bring your hormones into alignment oh no that's real i remember seeing that where is it it's somewhere now you have to let's help see me if find i can it. find it oh look how to potty train your kid god yeah. there's so much information on this miraculous well oh that's right there see i think i kept skipping over it it was the so, la- it's the latest hot off the presses the latest article from goop and so the deal is with this okay so here's my problem and i've told you all about this before so my endocrinologist gave me the cold news, a cold, hard reality, which is that I don't have PCOS. I have all the symptoms of PCOS, but I don't have the hormonal like results of PCOS. So now I feel like one of these people who would like go to Will Cole and say like, what the fuck? Because my hormones are right. I mean, I'm never going to do that, but like my hormones are all imbalanced technically. Mm. And I know what Will would do. He would want me to keep getting them and see what the changes are. Mm. But I've had this diagnosis for years. Anyway, this person is like, you don't have it. Then my doctor, my like regular doctor was like, you know, it's a complex. Um, I talked about this the other week, but like, it's a complex diagnosis. And there are like all these different, uh, like different doctors have different opinions about it. And some think that like, you need this hormonal thing. Other people will do it based on the symptoms alone, because you, if you're experiencing this group of symptoms, then like you basically have, have it. Anyway, I feel like because I'm not getting help from the medical establishment, I'm going to have to go to a lady like this, like Dr. Aviva Rom, MD. Well, she is an MD. Yeah. But she's also, she's a but doctor, she's herbalist, a special, and midwife. She's a special MD. Yeah. A special MD that wrote a book. She says your menstrual cycle is your sixth vital sign and the length of your cycle, the heaviness of our flows and this and the signs and symptoms that pop up along the way can tell us about something. So it's like, yeah miss endocrinologist i guess i don't need your fancy damn test i can just read the signs in my underpants and i'll tell you what's going on how about that and i'll figure out what's going on with myself by reading this woman's book there you go but i do there is something about her that freaks me out a little bit makes me a little sad like she doesn't feel like someone that gwyneth paltrow like actually like is obsessed with and like covets like will cole or something she just feels like someone who's a little more uh, pay to play or like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm always wary of people like that. Maybe when she's back in goop two or three times, I'll start taking her seriously. Yeah, this does seem like her publisher or her agent or something reached out to goop and was like, hey, like I they, have a hormone book. Someone was yeah. like, oh, we've got to get you on goop. And yeah, she's yeah. like now for the rest of her life going to be like, I was on goop. But it's like, yeah. you have to be back more than once. She Yeah, she doesn't seem like she's in the 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 Gwyneth she's not in the inner circle no um she's a New York and Massachusetts based board certified family physician with specialties in integrative gynecology obstetrics how do you say that Mm -hmm. and pediatrics Mm -hmm. okay so she's 
she's a she's like a gynecologist. Yeah, she's, she's a gyne- like an OBGYN. She's like the well, that's okay. So this is what she needs to do. She's an integrative gynecologist. I want to see Lincoln Douglas debate, Aviva Rome, Jen Gunter go. Go. That's what she needs to do if she wants to yeah, get back on. Because Gunter's always like, oh, no one's as qualified as me. No one's an expert like I am. Well, Aviva Rome is literally an MD in gynecology. Same as you, Jen. So let's hear it. Yeah, two doctors. Right, because that's Jen's ace in the hole. No. Well, I'm a doctor. Well, you know what? So is Aviva Rome, okay? She's actually an integrative integrative doctor or something. She's a doctor too, yeah. all right? And she Yale wrote- School of Medicine. Ever did- heard of it, Jen? Yeah. Where did Jen go? You Canada? Yeah, Toronto Community College. <laughs> I don't know. I literally went to like the worst college in America. <laughs> but that's fine. Okay. Um, and actually, I like my college. Okay. Yeah, she's a midwife, an herbalist, and an MD. So suck it. Like, it's gonna, this would make uh, Jen's head explode. So, Aviva. University of Arizona Integrative Medicine Residency I Program. mean, I, would, I wouldn't put that on the resume first, at least. That's where David Foster Wallace went, but not for oh. that, for, you know, right? Uh, but Aviva, Miss Dr. Excuse me, Dr. Rome, if you're listening, this is what you need to do to build your profile is to reach out to Gunter, get her to respond to you and start fighting like women should. <laughs> I would love, yeah. Where is, is there like a Twitter war between these two? Maybe. Yeah. I need to, uh, well, I, maybe I'll, I'll start following Dr. Rome on Twitter and then like, I can maybe link them, link set them, them up. Yeah, like, yeah. what are your thoughts, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Gunter? What are your thoughts, Dr. Dr. Rome. Rom? But like, yeah, there's a space. There's a space for you. There's a place for you, Dr. Rome. And in we, we're world. into your thing. Yeah. 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 We want to support you, especially if you go against Gunter. Go we're, against her. Yeah. We'll be right there with Fighter. you. Fighter. Um, so yeah, my worst was the olive oil. And then also I want to give a special shout out worst to that fucking potty training article just because and again i'm not a parent so i'm sure this potty training article was really informative tell me everything i didn't read this but i have to say and i don't want to get into too much detail i'm not a mother but i am currently in the process of helping a person potty train. oh okay so yeah. maybe this will be useful for you um so i have to say this again i don't want to judge anyone's face but this potty train expert is a little you know kids in the cabinet wayfair tingles sense wait 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 what I don't, I, I don't want I don't want to okay. make any accusations. Okay. So I'm looking at the guy's picture, but I, I'm like, feeling a little, like I need to join QAnon after looking at this guy. Like you need QAnon to come to the rescue. Yeah, yeah, I, I, need, <laughs> QAnon to the rescue. I need a, there's a little pizza gate <laughs> yeah. stuff happening. That's okay. what I'm going to say. Harvey Carp. Okay. And then it's like, I'm sure this is great advice, but the opening paragraph was so shocking to me that it, and it was like, I woke up like seven in the morning to start to regoup. And it was the first thing I read. And it was like, too as you much. Open yeah, your as I opened my eyes, I read, um, when you, <laughs> the first question, what makes toilet training difficult for a child? So I think I'm going to hear about that, but no, he's just going right, right to it. When you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, it's because the muscles of your intestines are starting to contract a bit. They know they're overstretched and need to empty themselves out. When you go to the toilet voluntarily, you squeeze your stomach muscles to create a force to help 
push that poop out like squeezing a tube of toothpaste but you also have to relax the anus at the same time it's like taking the top off the toothpaste if you don't open the door nothing's going to come out that's not the easiest thing in the world for children to learn it's like patting your head and rubbing your belly at the same time and so i'm reading this this is what i don't understand about this because they know how to poop well, they know that they're, and they know like they're pooping. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it's like they in the with their diapers. It's like they get to a point where they have to poop so bad that it's like coming out. They're like it's happening now. Yeah, but it's not like I'm gonna sit on the toilet and like make it happen. Yeah. So it's like it's. I mean, I guess it is a good analogy. I. I mean, as an adult, you really don't really think about it because no. we've all we've all learned how to accomplish the task. But just reading that, I mean, you had to have been there seven in the morning my first sip of cold brew staring at this guy's eyes and he does look sort of wild like he's got he's he's a little bit unkempt yeah i mean it's very it's a a disturbing combination of like hair and facial hair and like a stethoscope yeah (laughs) like it's you don't want to see those two things the the stethoscope around his neck makes him feel less qualified yeah it's very like like, you like thou doth protest too much he looks like um somebody from like a Tim and Eric yeah. or like maybe, yeah, just something like arrested development. He like, looks like he's going to say like, trust me, I'm a yeah, doctor. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's very, I mean, and I, uh, pedi- I pediatricians are wonderful people. Um, <laughs> but he, he's given me like very like pediatrician vibes. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So that was just, sorry. That was a little detour of like that. It was just a very intense opening paragraph. Yeah. That is intense. Um, all right, let's move on to what was your craziest? Or well, saddest? it's not even like really that crazy. I didn't have anything too crazy this week, but I will just say uh, I want the solo wave wand. I don't know what it is. I'm obsessed with the video on Instagram of the girl doing it. I got, I and it's one of those things where like, I was on the website or I was like reading the newsletter. I was like looking at it on Instagram. And then I got an email from Goop that was like, forget something. And it's just the Sola wave wand. And it wasn't even in like your basket or anything? Absolutely not. I mean, I think I may have, I may have clicked it to look at it, like still thinking about it or whatever. Maybe it was like one of those, but I mean, this happened within like minutes of looking at it, which is just really, you know, I'm proud of Goop for stepping up their game, their surveillance game for surveilling me so closely. I wish they would surveil me a little bit closer and, you know, have me on one of their podcasts or at least send us one of our swag things that they promised us years years ago ago. anyway we need we need to be more proactive and and annoy them to we annoyed them enough they i think that there were some decisions made (laughs) by some people who cared and some i don't know um but that's that's cool that like the deep state is really because it's like if the deep state's gonna do anything it's like i do want them to remind me that i do want that solo wand you know like i Wait, is that, is that like, that's not the the face roller. That's it's no, it's a new thing. It's like an electric thing that you like put on your face and it's like a, I don't know what it does. It's like light. (laughs) I think it like shines light. It's like a mask. No, no, it's not the mask. It's a wand. Oh yeah. I I think I know which one. Yeah. Um, okay. So my saddest, oh boy. So we all talked about Prolon a lot last year. It was, and big... I, I was really just irritated to even see it back. In yeah, the news. but now because it's Prolon 2.0, and I thought, oh, they've really 
transform the program. It's a new thing. Maybe it's a totally different philosophy. So you took 2020 to reflect and change. No, absolutely not. The only difference between Prolon 1.0 and Prolon 2.0 is they have new flavors of soups. Well, that's pretty good. That's exciting. Wait until you hear the, the new flavors of soups. You're not going to be very excited. Okay. White bean and spinach, butternut quinoa, and black bean. I mean, they sound healthy. They do sound healthy. How much is this thing? $249. For five days? For five days, yeah. But you have to think of it's five days of no, of nothing, basically. Yeah, it's like, it's that's what's weird to me about it, where it's like, Five days of just like eating de- like dehydrated soup yeah. and water. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, you could just do like cup of noodles, don't have the noodles and just put like the packet in water. Yeah, this is like one of the most offensive things because it's like mimicking like starving, starving yeah. <laughs> but you have to pay a lot of money for it. It's really strange. Yeah, and guess guess who they roped into trying it this time? Who? Is Goop's um, deputy general counsel. So this is the, the lawyer, the lawyer. So this is the person who has to fend off all of these frivolous lawsuits. And they need her on her A game. Yeah, like need... she can't afford, she's got, she needs to eat. She, she needs protein. She can't have one day where she's off her game or someone's vagina candle is going to explode I mean, and Goop's going to be out a hundred million dollars. Yeah. They can't, that is a huge risk, a huge liability. <laughs> so apparently according to her, it was her idea to do this, which yeah. I mean, maybe it's like a chicken and the egg thing. Like if you want to work for Goop, you're going to want to try Prolon. Mm, yeah, probably. But this could have been in the the interview process of like, so hypothetically. Would you try Would Pro-Lon? you try Prolon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my only, uh, my only bad quality is I want to try Prolon too much. Yeah, I would say yeah, my negative quality is like I do Prolon all the time. I can't stop. Um, so this poor woman, Dana Emmer, um, she had a lot to say. <laughs> so she 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 claims to have done Prolon several times before. Um, and she has a little, she says to be honest with yourself. Like, so don't only do Prolon if you really feel like you need to like have a cleanse. Don't do Prolon because you remember the good feeling you had last time. Because then you're not going to have that good feeling again. <sighs> what does it mean to need to do a cleanse? Um, I think that goes back to the last article if you're opening your stomach and your anus at the same time <laughs> and nothing's coming out maybe you need to do it's because you need to shit yeah. okay <laughs> um so number two oh don't worry caffeine you can i don't know if this is prolon 1.0 and 2.0 or just 2.0 now you're allowed eight ounces of black coffee or 16 ounces of, of tea in the morning um wait why why eight ounces of coffee or 16 ounces of tea I mean, these are the, the I mean, big this questions. Is ridiculous. I'm drinking 16 ounces of coffee. Well, I'm also not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so this woman is, I mean, she's on zero calories, very little caffeine, and she has to fend off all these lawsuits every day. This is tough. Yeah. She must have lost weight. Yeah. Well, but also she's okay. She usually does 45 minute Peloton workouts, but during Prolon, um, she went, went down to 20 minutes. Oh, here's another fun fact about Prolon 2.0. You're allowed to add up to one teaspoon combined of salt, herbs, and spices to any of your soups. One teaspoon combined? Yeah. I wonder if that means per meal or per day. Probably per meal. But I'm like, why are you outsourcing your spices? Like, shouldn't that be part of the packet? Like, yeah, you're the ones making the soup. Well, you you know it tastes like shit. Shit, yeah. So, add it yeah. 
but it's like and there's probably someone who's like i can't have this oh sodium. that's yeah 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 but that doesn't well i don't know that's probably enough I'm, right yeah it's probably but it is weird it's like, like dried herbs yeah i'm sure it's enough and black pepper yeah. And then this is the, the, the very limited experience I have on a cleanse. Um, I do agree with this, make low P, low key plans. If you can, I think, or my impulse was like, okay, I need, if I'm going to have a three day cleanse, i can't do anything during these three days, Yeah. but then those three days become the longest three days of your life. Yeah. You I always, to- I always think that stuff works better if you're like distracting yourself and you're out and you're like kind of keeping busy because like I feel like I've had a lot of days where I've like kind of been on a cleanse by accident because you just like don't really think about it and I feel like that's what you want to try to achieve I don't know yeah and then the last couple pieces of advice um you know don't make anything for your kids that you're gonna crave so she she said like she just gave her kids broccoli tots for the whole five days and so they were on a cleanse (laughs) I mean that sounds horrible and then um Oh, and then of course the last one is, you know, after the cleanse, we went to the donut shop and I didn't even want a donut. That's what they yeah, always they say. Also. And it's like, yeah, you're not gonna want one for a couple of days because you're like used to this other thing. But then within a week, so- you're gonna you're gonna want one. You're again. gonna binge. Yeah. As soon as you have one, you start binging. Yeah. So, you know, nothing really new here except the flavors of soup and the fact that goop is really rolling the dice by making their lawyer do the shit. Yeah, I know. Wow. I mean, what a power move. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. What would you try? Um, well, don't tell my doctor, but I want to try this mango margarita from the Instagram. Oh, fun. Did you see it? Uh, I thought it looked I do. good. I don't know that yeah. I saw that one. Let me pull her up. Yeah. But I. Doesn't actually... it look good? Oh, the watermelon, the watermelon margarita. That's what I just said. You said mango. No, I didn't. We'll roll back the tape. I swear I said watermelon. I'm pretty sure you said mango, but oh my God. only one of us is right. And it's all like of you know, yeah. uh, that's funny. That's exactly what my try was. Oh my God. Wow. The, well, yeah. we got one. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, now my new sort of protocol is to check Instagram. Like I do the newsletters and yeah. um, there's good things that, like this watermelon margarita wasn't in the newsletter. No. And this is like a totally normal recipe also. Like it's not, I mean, yes, it has agave and yes, it has real watermelon. That's fine. It doesn't have like, juice or soda or something like that but i mean it's like a good recipe look look good looking recipe to me right? and yeah eat like all you have to do is buy a watermelon and i mean i should hope that you already have tequila in the house but if you don't get some tequila yeah but other than that well the, the only other the only weird thing that i'm like this seems like a little overly complicated is they want you to make an agave syrup by combining agave nectar with water it's like isn't the whole point of agave nectar is it already like mixes with things? Like I don't need to yeah. thin it out. Also, to be perfectly honest, I bet you that this watermelon would be sweet enough without having to even add agave. I would, yeah. I think uh, if you're a real cocktail drinker and you're you're a daily cocktail drinker, uh-huh. you're not adding. I mean, hopefully, you're not adding sugar to all your cocktails. No. So I think you, we could do without the agave. Syrup. I don't think you need it. No. Um. But yeah, I, oh, so I really wanted to go to Hawaii and obviously I can't, I just don't have the money to do it. But the next best thing at Vons, the one silver lining on my Vons trip is they were selling cartons of Pog. So I got, oh, it's so good. I got, you can have, I have some, if you want some after the podcast, a little little trip to Hawaii, Yeah. but like nothing transports you to Hawaii um, more than Pog. So I've been actually making at night uh, some uh, Pog margaritas with my uh mezcal I oh that Trader sounds Jones. good, really good yeah. all right what would you buy
Okay, buy is the face mask, the LED face mask. This is mine too. Really? Yeah. I want it so bad. I mean, I know I would look like Patrick Bateman. That's fine. I want the my whole face covered in this. I don't really understand. It helps minimize line, clear break. I'm just reading what you said. But it's like, I really need something that's going to work on my fine lines. And also I'm realizing I need something to like make my pores smaller. Sing it sister. Cause my <laughs> pores on my nose and I've been to like a doctor dermatologist and it's always the same answer. There's nothing we can do. Well, you got to get this thing I got. No. It oh, does make your pores really? smaller. Yes. And also you have to start get. well, I know you're getting the retin-A now, but yeah. I just got the new, I, I just started using the before I haven't used it in a while because I'm getting this treatment, but now I'm going to go back to it. I started to use the retinol for younger people. Mm. So it's not as good on the fine lines and wrinkles. It's like a resurfacing. So it does the pores. I don't know. I'm going to try it. Okay. Well, uh, that sounds interesting. If, if that, well, I, I'll, I all see the, the retin-A, but the, um, the face sculpting or whatever, if, if, uh, if the pores go down, that will be helpful. But yeah, this and this has become, these um, LED face masks have been sort of shorthand now on comedy shows for, this is a signifying, signifying like a rich frivolous person as they're going to put yeah. these on, um, which I get, but it's still, it's I still, like, it's a little bit much, but I get it. And I think it looks like it really works. And like, I don't know how expensive they are, but I think you could get one for a reasonable amount of money, right? This one is $435. I mean, that's honestly like, I would think that might be like a thousand dollars, like 400 yeah. and that's not that much. And I bet you can get them cheaper. Like they have them at Sephora and stuff. That Probably. Are and even this one on Afterpay, that's like a, basically a hundred dollars a month for four months. You never I mean, even like, notice. No, you would never notice it. And just think like, would you pay a hundred dollars a month for like a treatment program? You know, yeah. maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know why I'm trying to convince you to buy this. <laughs> no, I probably, I'm sure I won't buy it, but, uh, and I, this also caught my eye because it, the, each of these treatments on this article, they pair with a certain thing, like a serum that goop sells. And this one was the one that paired with Vintner's daughter. So now I'm like, perfect. Am I, I'm not getting enough out of my Vintner's daughter unless I also, unless I slather on the Vintner's daughter and then slap on the led thing, then, then only then will I have the fountain of youth then you'll be perfect yeah. you'll be the perfect person oh always one more thing one more thing yeah uh but yeah these things do look so they i mean they've done them on housewives with someone they they just did it on hacks with her doing this mask it's like a i get it you know, they look stupid yeah. but it's like come on like you have to look a, a little stupid if you want to see some results i mean look do any of us look good when we're trying to put some sort of face mask on we always it's like no, that's part of the charm. It's like you're putting on your face mask and you look like an idiot. Although again, I will probably not buy this. No, no, I don't. I, I, this isn't even something that I would, <laughs> I mean, it is the thing I would buy, but I'm thinking, I mean, I guess if I was very wealthy and it like literally $435 meant nothing to me, maybe I would do it, but this isn't even something I would like ask for Christmas. I would feel too, like, it seems like just such a waste of money. Like I could actually get a flight to Hawaii for about $435. Yeah, I mean, you could go on vacation. Yeah. So, uh, well, guys, thank you so much for bearing with us. We haven't- you guys, oh my God, um, this feels like a really crazy one. I know, well, next week we'll, we, we learned our lesson and we'll, we'll continue to record remotely until I can figure this shit out. I can't wait to find out if I said mango or watermelon. I really, I mean, if you said watermelon, that means- 
that I have Alzheimer's. But what if I said mango? But I think when you say something yourself, I feel like I misspeak all the time myself and I don't notice it. Yeah. If you're hearing someone else. Yeah, then there's something worse. wrong. That's there's something worse. wrong. All right, so, so we'll find out. Yeah. We'll see who's more like, mentally ill. Like when we were, before we were recording, we were talking about restaurants and I said Vietnamese when I meant Armenian. Yeah. And I, there's no way I would have caught that myself. Right. But if you thought I said the other one, that would then have been an I would issue. Be, yeah, yeah, I would have had a problem. So I hope to God for all of our sakes that you said mango. Me too. All right, me too. Me too. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, we'll see. Uh, okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>